Welcome to Steel Stories by US Steel. In this podcast, we explore the wealth of knowledge from leading industry experts to help you navigate the infinitely developing, renewable world of steel. Okay, well, I would like to shift over to looking at a couple of buildings, if you don't mind. Oh, I'd love to. Okay, for our listeners, please check your episode notes to see the pictures we're about to go through. For those of you watching on video, you won't have any issues. Tony, let's just start. I'm looking at a restaurant building. Tell us a little bit about this one, and let's just go through a few different building types that are not your classic warehouse kind of thing that people would assume is what most steel buildings are. Yeah, yeah. This one actually is uh, one of my favorite newer applications for metal building systems, and that's for craft breweries, distilleries, and wineries. And this one is actually the Stony Creek Brewery. It's in Brantford, Connecticut. It's uh, about a 14,700 square foot building uh, there. And you can see it is not your typical boxy metal building shape that you would see. You see it's got that tall section uh, down the middle where it has some space for some what we call clerestory windows along that uh, taller section to add additional light into the building. We see a lot of these craft breweries that are popping up are using metal building systems. So anytime somebody's building a new building for a craft brewery, instead of adapting an existing one, it's probably a good chance they're using a metal building for it. And the reason for that is because of the flexibility of the space. If you think about a craft brewery or a craft distillery, craft winery, these are buildings that are serving usually two purposes. One is a production purpose And the other is a retail purpose. And the flexibility of a metal building system allows you to do both within the same building. The fact that you can have the tall ceilings is needed for a brewery because you think about the equipment used for brewing beer. These are these large, large brewing equipment that you need to have tall walls, tall openings, and tall spaces to be able to put those in and to be able to move them around. And a metal building is a good application, a good venue for doing that. So we see these all over the place. I could give you a list, David, of craft breweries around the country. But what I would tell listeners is go to your craft brewery wherever you're at and wherever you're listening. And I bet you it's a good chance it is a metal building system. So look around, look for that metal framing in there. Cool. Okay, let's look at this healthcare facility, which looks like a brick building to me, but it isn't. Well, it's brick in that it's clad in brick, but that's just a brick facade on a metal building frame. So what you're looking at there, this is actually a fitness and sports center. This one is in Omaha, Nebraska, Creighton University there in Omaha. That's one big building, too. It is a big building on the university. It's called the Rasmussen Fitness and Sports Center. So it's a athletic facility, a rec center for the students at Creighton. But it also has a almost a full-size uh, turf field inside of it, which is another advantage and another good application for metal buildings are these indoor sports facilities. And what I like to tell people uh, is you think about an indoor football field, right? And if you have a university that has an indoor practice facility, if you build an indoor football field, The one thing you cannot have is a steel column at the 50-yard line. (laughs) Kind of gets in the way, right? Not good for soccer either. Not good for soccer either. So uh, one of the things that a metal building system brings is that you can have these large 200-foot wide, 400-foot long buildings that have no interior columns so you can have a full-size field inside and be able to practice without having to dodge steel columns. Yeah, it also, this building has fantastic windows, clearly, but it really is a good example of a building that really does not look like it's made from steel. Right, and so the key there is the framing, the bones of the building are a metal building system, but this particular application, it's on a university campus. I've never been there, but I would wager to bet that some of the buildings around it are probably clad in brick. 
And so when they built the athletic center, they wanted to have that similar look. So they said, oh, well, we can build you a metal building frame and we can put a brick facade on it. And that's exactly what they did. You mentioned the windows. This is another good example of the advantage on a metal building system is that the framing is spaced fairly far apart within the wall system, which means you have a lot of space to put a lot of glass into them. And, you know, in some cases they use that. Uh, and this one is probably is a good example. I think there's an auto dealership we'll look at in a bit that has a lot of glass on display in that one. A lot of wide open spaces and you can put large window walls within the building envelope. What kind of steel is used in these buildings? The framing members of the buildings that I mentioned earlier, the primary framing members, those are the heavy steel columns and rafters. Those are typically going to be hot rolled steel that then is fabricated in our manufacturing plants into those eye sections for columns and, and for rafters. The purlins and girts, so the secondary framing members are typically going to be cold formed. So they're going to be a thinner gauge steel that is typically going to be galvanized or galvalume coated and then are cold formed into the structural shapes that are used in the buildings. Right. And those are both types of steel that U.S. Steel makes. So that's absolutely. That's important. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Let's take a look at some healthcare applications. And here's, we're looking at one that is a rehabilitation and wellness center, I believe, but hospitals are also being made this way. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So this one is the Logan County uh, Rehabilitation and Wellness Center. And I believe that's Logan County in West Virginia, but don't quote me on that. This one is an interesting building. You can see it's got all kinds of unique roof lines going on there. So this is not your typical, uh, just a, a rectangular shaped building with a peaked roof. You have, you know, some lean-to roof lines, and then you have the taller section there that just kind of heads out into the distance there. This is a beautiful photo. And it also shows, you know, the way you can mix your claddings that go onto the building. So again, you have the top portion of the wall on this building is probably metal panel, but then they put on a stone what we call a knee wall toward the bottom, just to add some architectural uh, interest, right? So it's got some different looks going on there. It gives it some texture. It gives it some variety. It makes it into a, a really attractive building there. And the canopy out front, I think, is also very nice. Super nice building. Okay, now let's look at another one. Now I'm looking at something that's basically an airport building. <laughs> yeah, this is one I probably know the least about of the ones that we are looking at here, but it is definitely an aviation building. I'm not sure where this one is at, but the interesting thing on this is the view we're looking at in this photo, the side of the building with the curved shapes on it and the curved roof line, I assume is probably an administration or an office building. But then the larger building in the back is a hangar. And metal buildings are used for hangars very often. Again, not having those internal framing members. Uh, so you only have framing in the walls, having these big clear open spaces. It's kind of nice when you're trying to turn your airplane around, right? You don't have to worry about <laughs> flipping your wing on a column. It also underscores the sheer size of building that you can make with this metal. Yeah. And you can also, and you can't see it in this photo, but the other side of that building of that hangar section would have what we call hangar doors. Because to get airplanes in and out of a building, you need to have a massive door, which is almost the full width of the building. And again, metal buildings lend themselves to that because you can have that wide open framing on that end wall that allows you to put a door in that opens the entire side of the building for planes to get in and out of. Okay. What about schools and high schools and college buildings? We saw one before that was a college athletic facility, but now we're looking at something that's really the school itself. It is a kind of unusual looking and quite imaginatively designed building. Yeah, absolutely. So this one is the West Michigan Aviation Academy. That's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Our members do a lot of school buildings. School buildings are a nice application for metal buildings, again, because of the flexibility of the space. You can see on this one, so it's got a number of different materials on the building 
building facade, a lot of glass again. So, you know, you see that glass element and the ability to have a lot of natural light coming into the building. But then you have all different colors and textures of panels that are used to clad this building. You see some horizontal steel panels on some sections on that taller section in the near part of the photo. And then you see some flatter, you see a couple different colors. My guess on this is that these are what are called insulated metal panels. Most of these cladding elements, and these are uh, typically going to be a steel skin or an aluminum skin panel that has a foam core. So that cladding, that insulated metal panel acts as both a finished surface as well as an insulation for the building. Cool. Okay. I've just moved on to what is one of the coolest looking buildings we're looking at today, which is an auto dealership. Looks like an Audi dealer. I think it says Tulsa there, right? Yeah. An Audi dealer in Tulsa. So talk about windows. Look at that thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is gorgeous. And it's funny because as I'm looking at that, that looks very, very similar to the Audi dealership that opened in probably the same time frame as this one was built right down the road from my house here in Ohio. It's a similar look to it, similar shape. So I'll have to check that one out here nearby and see if that's a metal building. I didn't realize it was. Auto dealerships have become, it's probably only been in the last 20 years where the folks who are building auto dealerships have started using metal buildings more commonly. And a big reason for that is because of the flexibility and for the ability to put in so much glass, right? You know, the showroom portion of an auto dealership, you want it to pop, right? You want the product that you put in the window for it to really pop out. And what better way to do that than to just have a whole wall of glass like this. It also gives you the flexibility of the space to put your service arm of your dealership within the same building and to trim that out however it makes sense to do that. Uh, you know, a lot of the auto dealerships these days, the service is as big a revenue stream as the uh, sale of the automobiles. And so they have a lot more focus on how they set up those uh, service departments than what they used to. We actually did a video that MBMA shot last year. It's now up on our YouTube channel. That's MBMA Media on YouTube, where we did a how it's built video. So we actually followed the erection of one of our metal buildings from a concrete slab into a finished building. And the one that we uh, chose for that is a Honda dealership down in Mississippi. Uh, it's a Bob Boyd's Honda. And it's very cool. It's about a I think it's about a four or five minute video uh, that shows how a metal building goes up, how quickly it goes up. And the images of the finished uh, building are just as spectacular as this one. I would encourage folks to uh, go check that out. Okay, well, finally, I'm looking at a church that is quite interesting looking church that I'm pretty sure most people looking at it would not think that's a metal building. Absolutely. And again, religious institutions, another growing application for metal building systems. This one, you know, has the metal building bones. So it's got the framework of a metal building, but you can see the cladding. You wouldn't necessarily know it's a metal building because there's not a whole lot of metal on the exterior of it. It uses quite a bit of stone, which is not surprising for a church. If you look at the examples of church photos on our website, mbma.com, you'll see that's pretty common where they will have a lot of stone in the facade. But the metal building framing of it gives that uh, flexibility of the interior space. You know, you think about how a church uh, gets used and you want to have typically one large wide open space where you have, you know, your large gatherings, your large services, but then you also have uh, individual functional spaces and, and the metal building framing works well for being able to have that multi-use all within the same structure. And of course, this one has that beautiful window wall in the front, just like we talked about on some of the other ones. Steel Stories is brought to you by U.S. Steel. To find out more about our sustainable steel solutions and how our best for all strategy allows us to re-envision the future alongside our customers, visit www.ussteel.com. 
Search for US Steel in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And make sure to hit subscribe so you never miss a future episode. On behalf of the team here at US Steel, thanks for listening. 